What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. Vieres equited iundo, that is Latin for, we gather strength as we go. Now today I have a doozy of an episode. I had an interview with Jacob Ackley. Who's Jacob Ackley? Oh, hey, glad you asked. Jacob Ackley is an author, an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, a world record holder, a marathon runner, and a person with a powerful transformational story. Now, I love a good transformational story. Within that story contains nuggets of wisdom, knowledge, know-how, and ultimately, a person with a powerful transformational story contains answers to questions that still puzzle other people out there. And that is why I feel a calling to create a podcast to expose people such as Jacob Ackley to my social media network that can potentially sow a little seed that can set the sale of a life to a better destination. Now Seneca, one of the fathers of philosophy, he said over 2,000 years ago, and it's a powerful philosophical quote that still resonates today. And if you listen closely and if you find yourself in a place of solitude, you can still hear that man's words ringing all the way to the present day. Now, that philosophical quote that he said is, if you do not know which port you're sailing to, then no wind is favorable. Now, you don't need to be in the Navy. You don't need to be a sailor to understand the metaphorical logic that is contained within that statement. Simply, you just need to ask yourself, where do I want to go? Who do I want to become? What actions do I need to do today to point myself in the direction, aka the port, that I want to set my cells to get me there? Because after all, if you don't know where you're going, then no wind is favorable. Now, within my life, I don't have access to conversations with men like this in my real life. I had to go out and seek for people doing awesome things. I had to knock on his metaphorical door. Now, because I was able to go out and seek and find men like Jacob Ackley, I knocked on his door and he opened up and we were able to have a conversation. Now, one of the things that I really harp on within my podcast is to call through and get rid of the idiots who are eating Tide Pods, sharing conspiracy theories, and posting all types of malarkey on your social media feed. Because whether you know it or not, that idiotic information is being soaked in through your subconscious, through osmosis, and before you know it, your thoughts are going to be diminished, you're going to start having lower quality goals, and ultimately, it's going to be a distraction to obtaining the higher version of yourself. So replace all of those idiots on Foos Gone Wild and start seeking out people like Jacob Ackley. Now, I am going to be containing links to his book and to his social media profiles because 
you want people like him in your social media feed. So when you do find yourself on your social media, the first thing that you can potentially be hit with is some game ran through and taught by Jacob Ackley because he's been there. He's done that. And one of the ways that really gripped my attention when I stumbled across his profile was he shared his transformation story or at least a photo. He had a photo from himself, 2017, stereotypical pudgy guy doing, you know, status quo things, getting status quo results. And don't take it from me, tune into this episode to hear about some of the actions and the mindset shift that he learned for himself, embodied the philosophy, and because of that, he's able to bear some good fruit. Now, some of the things that he said to me within this interview that really resonated was that he was essentially living the same day over and over. And that phrase stopped me in my tracks and convicted me in my spirit because, hey, I've been there and done that too. And there was a point in my life where I was looking at my life reflecting and I was convicted in my spirit and I felt the same sentiment the same day over and over. Now, we can either remain in that silent misery of a stagnating life or we can do something about it. We can use and take advantage of our advantages. For example, being born in this day and age where we have the internet, we have the whole world's information in the palms of our hands. Now, our cell phones and our social media, they can be used like fire. If handled and used responsibly, fire can be used to cook our food, heat our house. But if it is handled irresponsibly, that fire can be used to burn down a forest and incinerate everything that you love. And the cell phone and social media is the same way. So if currently right now you are in the same predicament where you're analyzing your life and you are essentially having the same day over and over and you have a a little inkling of some silent misery, well, you can do something about it, about that. First of all, you are tuned into the right place, the Gathering Strength Podcast. And second of all, this episode is hopefully going to enlighten you on some things that you can do to start using for yourself to set yourself up for a better situation tomorrow. Now, this podcast episode is not going to be talking about, hey, do this exercise for this long or run this far for this long or eat this food or that food because none of that stuff is going to work if you don't have your head right. You're going to need to identify your whys. You're going to need to take on and learn some new knowledge and you're going to have to get deep within to yourself to figure out what's wrong in the first place. And one of the nuggets of wisdom that I'll hit you with right now that has helped myself and Jacob Ackley and it is confirmed by science and some of the greats who have entered in this world before my time 
is to find some solitude. You're going to need to find a quiet place or a quiet time in your life to where you can be alone and cut out the extraneous noise to where that still small conscience can guide you and you can have a conversation with that. Now, what I have found is that when I didn't find this time and I was trying to distract myself with all of the superfluousness that was in my life, it was ultimately a distraction. Whether it is trying to find solace with friends or having another beer or another cigarette or another hit, all that stuff is just a distraction. At some point, the bill needs to be paid the bill is going to be due with interest unfortunately because the problems that we neglect and continue to kick down the road ultimately those bills are due with interest and that's all right because we're going to have the strength to pay them with the newly found tools that we're going to use to optimize our lives now some of the wisdom that i have encountered throughout my life, it didn't always stick with me. Most of the time, because I was such a hard-headed individual, the knowledge, the nugget of wisdom would go in one ear and out the other. Or sometimes it would just completely go over my head. Or sometimes a wise elder, they would hand me something equivalent to like a, a little kid being past a balloon that's filled with helium. And then the little kid just lets it go, and that nugget of wisdom just sails off into the wind, out into the stratosphere once again for me to lose it. So a great little phrase that Jacob Ackley spoke within this interview that once again resonated with me is, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So simply the fact that you have tuned into this podcast, Gathering Strength, that means that you are ready to learn. So when the student is ready to learn, the teacher will appear. So I'm going to encourage you to pull out your piece of paper, a writing utensil, whether it is a marker, a crayon, a highlighter, some chalk, whatever. Just get ready to take down a little piece of information and chew on it for a little while, think about it, and I'm more than positive that if you walk away with something written down, and you spend some time with it, and you think about it, it's not going to do anything other than benefit you. Now, without further ado, the conversation and interview with Jacob Ackley. In a world full of people eating Tide Pods and sharing dick memes back and forth, there's guys like you and me who are trying to sow some seeds of thought and people that can direct their lives in a better direction. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and not enough people are out here getting that. Hey, uh, before we get any further into this conversation, can you introduce yourself? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, my name is Jacob. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an author, world record holder. Uh, I'm an endurance athlete. 
Uh, I hold the fastest known time to run a 5K in all the countries of the United Kingdom. I've traveled the world, uh, and I'm privileged to share my message with everybody, and I look forward to doing that today. Awesome. The way that I connected with you, I discovered your um, your profile on a mutual Facebook group that we're both um, part of, and that is the Running Motivation Group. And okay, yeah. As of lately, for, for the last number of years, I have been slowly calling and getting rid of all of the people who were, you know, just posting toxic things, whether it's politics or just this and that and yada, yada. You know, those things that people post on their social media, they have they will have a a tendency to rob us and make us think all types of things that can rob us of our energy and Rather than following them, I'm adding people like you. So when I open up my social media feed, I see Jacob just got done running five miles. I see Jacob is over here, you know, uh, posting about his books, climbing mountains, uh, speaking be crowds. And I'm like, man, that that's the type of stuff that I want to see when I open up my social media. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. In my podcast, I have a little phrase that I say. I want you to have a buff body, buff mind, buff spirit, and a buff bank, right? Because those realms, everything else is going to be a byproduct when you have those things finely tuned and strengthened as best as you're able to. Can you tell me, there was a post that you shared that really resonated with me, and I love the transformation photos that people share. Now, back in 2017, you were obviously a completely different person. Can you tell me who that person was back in 2017 and who you are today and what's the difference between those two people? Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. So uh, prior to 2017, I was really just lost. I was in my mid twenties, uh, dead end job, not happy. I was unhealthy, unmotivated. Uh, I'd gotten comfortable with being mediocre, so to speak, uh, repeating the same day for years and I just got into a point in my life where everything started falling apart and I had had it and just made a decision to not live the way that I was anymore. And uh, to get back to your, your, your buff mind and buff bank, uh, you know, I think that in order for all of us to have an overall abundant life, you got to have a, a good quality mindset because what you read, what you focus on becomes a part of who you are. And just like any muscle, you know, if you want to strengthen, you know, any of your muscles, you have to work them out. And so in any area of your life, such as your finances, you, you've got to work on that. If you want financial freedom, you've got to have financial discipline. You know, if you want to you want to have a health body, you've got to have discipline with what you eat. And uh, again, I had gotten to a point in my life where I had to start making some changes because I was losing not only myself, but I was losing my relationships as well. Yeah, you had said something that resonated with me right there. Um, essentially, you were living the same day, which calls out to me to point out stagnation. You know, there was no growth. You're not taking on any new information. You're not applying um, any of the assets or utilizing any of the assets that you had. And maybe you, ha you had just forgotten about the strengths that you had. And with the daily stresses and the re responsibilities and the status quo mindset that we see a lot of these people have out there is there, there's no wonder how we can fall into that trap of just, hey, status quo guy doing status quo things and having status quo results. Yeah, you got it, man. And that's the thing is most people find themselves okay with that. And that's why, you know, there's only 
such a small amount of people out here who are really doing and achieving what they want in life. And it's just because they decided that they were done with the status quo. And the thing is, is that every single person on this planet, you know, I'm not special. Uh, you're not special. You know, we just, we, we figured out that all of us have these gifts inside of us and we figured out how to start giving ours to the world. And I think it's awesome that you have this podcast allowing people to learn these tactics, tools, and strategies to be able to grow themselves. One of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast is because I'm I'm 39. I'm around up and say that I'm 40 years old. And I'm going to start when I was 20 years old, all the way up until now, all of conversations that I had with, you know, these status quo guys, they're all the same. And before I even knew what a fixed mindset was, when I learned that phrase, I was like, you know, all of these guys with all of these conversations that I've had who are making me feel crazy, like I was the crazy one for wanting to go to the gym or wanting to go and get stronger or wanting to watch what I eat and showing discipline and temperance. They were making me feel crazy because they were like, man, just you already have a wife. You already have kids. So it's like, hey, just let it go. Be like me. And they would pack on their, their, their pot bellies, right? And, you know, everyone would laugh and birds of a feather, they flock together. And one of the things that we have to fight against is because we're doing different things, that it makes us feel uncomfortable because th there's a human uh, propensity that we want to fit in with, uh, we want to fit in with everyone. So we need to do as they do. We need to think as they do. We need to eat, drink, smoke as they do. And because of it, we become like them. Absolutely. And that's the tragedy in this country. And, and the thing is, is that again, everybody has the ability and now more than ever with access to technology to really transfer their lives. And it really starts with what people are reading, what they're thinking about, you know, daily, because if you're on social media and you're scrolling through and all you're doing all day long is filling your mind with junk, you can't possibly develop a healthy lifestyle, have healthy habits, because you are constantly and continuously putting negative things into your body. And I am a, a firm believer that, uh, you know, your energy is in motion. We call emotion, right? And that's energy in motion. And so if all you're doing all the time is putting your body in a perpetual state of you know, nervousness, unease, or I can't do these things, then you become that person. And unfortunately, again, that's how most people are. Agreed. Now, now in 2017, when you shared that before and after photo, um, what was your catalyst for change? Was it a little bit of inspiration or was it desperation? Uh, you know, for the most part, for me, it was desperation. Uh, like I said, I was losing not only myself, but my marriage. Uh, and when my divorce happened, you know, I was at the lowest part of my life, but I've always been the type of person to get up off the canvas. And so, you know, my whole life has been a fight. And I just decided in that moment that I was no longer going to be a victim of circumstance. And to be honest, so through that desperation, I found inspiration to change. Nice. Now, that, that reminds me, uh, there's a mythological beast, and it's the rising phoenix. And when I learned about this rising phoenix, uh, the rising phoenix, every 500 years, that, that mythological beast, it loses its energy. So what it does, it constructs a nest, and then it engulfs itself on fire. And then only the best of it rises up, and it, it burns everything that was um, robbing it of its energy. And so the rising phoenix, you know, we're able to embody that mindset 
where, hey, just because we went through a divorce or just because we are we're, we are in debt, just because we suffered from alcoholism, crappy parents, this and that, whatever, if you use that as energy to propel yourself forward and face it, then you can rise out of your ashes like a rising phoenix. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing, too, is a lot of people think that those things, you know, so to speak, that are being burnt off disqualify them from being the individual they want to be. And the truth is, is all of those things that you think disqualify you actually qualify you to help the person that you used to be. And that is something that I picked up a few years ago uh, that really helped trigger some change in my life. Because uh, for me, you know, I had this imposter syndrome. Who do you think you are doing this? You know, how, how, how do you have the information to speak to these people? Where did you get it? You know, and um, again, what I realized was those limiting beliefs that I had on myself, those things that I thought disqualified me were the things that actually qualified me to do the things that I'm doing. Yeah, you turn your mess into a message. Exactly, yep. Yeah, um, all right, so back in you know 2017, I'm gonna keep referring back to that year because that was a picture that resonated with you so much that you're able, you felt compelled to share it and you wanted to have the viewer see, hey, this is who I was before, this is who I am now. Now, what did you learn between 2017, that, that guy who was overweight, out of shape, and you know a little bit down in the dumps as it pertained to your overall well-being and now man you are doing all these things that you're doing you know you you wrote a book you're a, a mountaineer you're a motivational speaker you're a mentor you have your clothing brand uh you're author of a book and man you're, you are running super fast so i had it what, what did you learn? I know you're not going to be able to tell us everything, but can you share some nuggets of wisdom? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think a, a big one. So, you know, as far as business is concerned, um, is not giving up. You know, uh, sometimes you don't, it's entrepreneurship is one of those things where you get it going and it stops. You get it going and it stops. Uh, you know, you're going to make some money and then you're not going to make some money. And, uh, you know, a lot of people want to stop right on the one yard line, right before they have that big break, that big success. Um, you know, it's like beating on a pinata, you know, eventually the candy comes out, but sometimes people stop before that last swing and so they never get their life's candy. And I think that's really how it is in business as well. Um, other things that I learned as far as like just being disciplined, you know, um, it's non-negotiable for me to get up and run every day because I found that if I don't run one day, I won't run the next day. Now that's not for everybody and I understand that, but for me, that's a discipline in my life that I have to make sure that I maintain. Um, you know, and as far as, there's just, there's so many things that I've actually learned. And like you said, I can't go through all of them. Uh, but I think a big part of that is honestly as well, reading. Uh, you know, I do not skip reading. I read 20 minutes a day at minimum every day um, because what you pour into your mind is massively going to influence your life's philosophy and uh, just staying committed. That's really what it is. You know, small daily disciplines. It's not one big change that's really significantly impacted my life. It's simply doing small daily disciplines every single day. Wonderfully said. So what the listener of this podcast and that sentiment that you just expressed and shared, it's not about, hey, tell me what exercises I, I need to do. Tell me what foods to eat. Tell me how do I start a business about just discipline in everything yeah. that you do. 
Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing is, again, if, if you want to have financial freedom, you've got to be disciplined. If you want to have, you know, this abundance of free time to be able to go travel the world, you've got to be disciplined with your time because what you're doing with your 24 hours is ultimately going to dictate where you go in life. If you're spending eight hours a day scrolling through social media, well, guess what? There's somebody out here that's working eight hours a day chasing their dreams and they're going to outpace you every single moment. And uh, so, again, yeah, it's, it's getting up, being consistent and staying disciplined, again, with even the smallest, most mundane tasks. It's not about, you know, uh, like you said, eating the right foods uh, or, you know, working out. It's simply making sure the task is done, whether you want to do it or not. There's a little phrase that I coined for myself, um, and it really sets me in a particular direction. I ask myself, what do wealthy people do and what do healthy people do? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually a great one. And that's the thing, too, is those people are more than willing to let you know how to be successful in life. There are, there are thousands of people out here who've written books on how to become wealthy, and people don't read them. You know, there's thousands of people who've written books on how to become healthy, and people don't read them. And I think that, again, the major thing here is people have all of the ability to have the knowledge now, but nobody applies the knowledge. And that's the thing is, if knowledge is not applied, then goals just stay goals. They don't become anything. Yeah, yeah. And then um, on, on top of that, that question that I asked myself, what do wealthy people do? What do healthy people do? Because we have our phones and you mentioned uh, how the phones can amplify our intelligence, we can identify, hey, what, do, what would a wealthy person do in this situation? What would a healthy person do in this particular situation? And now that we have identified what they would do, we need to identify what would a poor person do? What would a right. unhealthy person do? And now we can see, hey, where are my actions falling in? Is this what am I doing? something that a, a wealthy person would do or a poor person would, would would do yeah and that's something that people should do every day too is self-assess you know i i make sure that i have a structured schedule so that i know how my 24 hours is spent i get up i work out i go get emails done uh you know if i've got podcasts to do i get those done i do social media content but again my day is directed towards my schedule so that i'm not wasting my 24 hours because a poor person wastes their 24 hours and a wealthy person does not. Time is not something that any of us can get back. Uh, it is the one commodity that none of us can get back. And so it's very important that we make sure we're spending it to the best of our ability. You know, if, if it's time for me to grind and work, then it's time to grind and work. If, you know, I'm on the beach with my family, then I make sure that that time is spent on the beach with my family. Um, but I'm making sure that that time is spent doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Wonderfully said. Now you have gravitated towards running. Why Why is running something that is beneficial for you? And why not? Uh, why haven't you gravitated towards uh, bowling or knitting or baking? <laughs> uh, I think for me, running has got a lot of uh, uh, pushes for your mental capacity. I've met a lot of amazing people in the running community. Uh, who have just done some astounding things, and it, it, it all came down to them pushing their limits. I think none of us really know what our limits are until we get to those that brink of exhaustion where we think we can't do it anymore, and then we keep going. And uh, with running, uh, you know, I just became obsessed because I started doing it, and I was running like 11-minute miles. And within a year, I was I was down to eight-minute miles, and then I started seeing seven-minute miles. And, uh, you know, so, again, you get dopamine hits every time that you accomplish a new goal or a new standard that you set and with running it seems to be uh you know well now that i've done this thing 
I've got to go run an ultra marathon. Now that I've run an ultra marathon, I've got to go run a hundred miles. Um, and it's, again, you get into the pain cave a lot of times, you know, especially in marathons. Back in November, I had broken my toe uh, two days prior to running the Indianapolis marathon. And I ended up running that entire marathon on a broken foot, even after the doctors told me not to. Uh, but again, it was just because uh, a discipline running for me just became a part of who I was. And I think it really is because I stayed committed and non-negotiable every day I run, every day. Yeah, wonderfully said. Some of the best thinking, or it's a fact, the best thinking that I have ever done is on a long run in the dark before the sun even rises. Absolutely. Those are some of my favorite, honestly. You know, uh, I've been getting up at 3 a.m., since 2017, about six years now. Um, and there are some days where I don't run before the sun comes up. But uh, I tell you what, on my long runs, you know, again, you, you get a clarity of mind um, when you get some peace and quiet with yourself. Because a lot of times, you know, we're looking for answers outside of ourselves for some of the questions that we have. And truth be told, all of the answers for everything that we need are on the inside. And, you know, sometimes we need that peace and quiet and clarity of mind for us to actually go in and be able to find those answers. A piece of advice that I that I learned was to focus on things that you can't buy. And one of the things that you can't buy is clarity. And one of the ways to get clarity is to be by yourself. And one of the ways to be by yourself that uh, that resonates with me is to go out on a long run. Now these long runs, I'm not, you know, uh, exerting a level 10 out of 10. It's just a nice, easy pace. So whatever is a nice, easy pace for these listeners out there, just do that, a nice, easy pace, you know, try 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And if you can't go 20 minutes, do five minutes. You can That's do it. five minutes, right? You can start where you're at with what you have and build on that. Absolutely, that's exactly it. Uh, you know, I heard Jim Rohn say once that, uh, you know, if you go get on the floor and you do 20 push-ups, you know, maybe you, you can only do five. Uh, but if you stop for five minutes and then you do another five push-ups and then you stop for five minutes, you do another five push-ups, you can do far more than you think you're capable of. And, uh, you know, I think that some people, uh, they get so scared looking at the staircase that they never take the first step. And whether that's a commitment into their health, whether that's a commitment into a relationship, or whether that's a commitment into an enterprise, uh, most people let fear stop them before they ever start. Yes. Now, there is a spectrum that the human can feel. And within our mind, there is a psychological um, phenomenon where we don't want to be out of breath. We don't want to put stress on our muscles and we just want to live comfortably. Yeah, you know, I think uh, most people are scared to be uncomfortable, you know. Um, comfort breeds conformity. And unfortunately, people don't realize that when you're uncomfortable, that's where all the growth takes place. You know, I didn't want to get out and start running. But when I did, uh, you know, I got comfortable with being uncomfortable and I liked it because I was seeing progress. And I heard Tony Robbins say once that progress equals happiness. And I think that is absolutely true. When we are moving forward, progressively realizing if we're the ideal, we're happy and content and blissful where we're at in life. But if we're just wandering around, not aiming towards anything, we find ourselves lost, confused, and, uh, you know, we don't know what to do. Yeah, wonderfully said. The one that uh, stands out the most to me. Uh, is the one that I have engraved on my pen when I started my business, which is from Jim Rohn. And it's just for things to change, 
you have to change. And that that's the key. Uh, the major key to anybody's future is themselves. And, you know, we, again, we all look for these answers outside of us on how to become the best selves, how to, how to do whatever it is that we want to do in life. But all of that is inside of us, just like, you know, an oak seed, you know, that, that mighty oak tree, all of this potential is inside that seed and all of our potential is inside of us. That quote that you just shared, that is only eight words. And how magnificent isn't that within the, English language, there's 180,000 words, but the eight that you just spoke right there, when they are arranged and thought of, it's like a code that unleashes power, that unleashes insight, that can potentially unlock a new realm or expose you to a door that you can walk through if you choose. The English language is, man, these words are trippy to me. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. When you never know what's going to turn it all on. And, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. And, you know, for some of us, when we're going through a struggle, maybe we've heard a song a thousand times on the radio, but it's never resonated with us before. But maybe we just broke up with somebody. And now this song that I've heard a thousand times that I didn't care about, I am vibrating with on a frequency. And now I've matched with that. And it's, it's resonating with me. And the same is true for that. Yeah, wisdom will meet you where you are at because I've heard a bunch of these quotes as a younger man, but because of my maturity level and my my blinders being on, they, it just went in one ear and out the other or just completely yeah. over my head. That's why it is important. Uh, there's some biblical scriptures saying that the eye has seen it all, the ear has heard it all, and the mouth has said it all. But because we frequently forget or didn't hear it the first time it needs to be said again and it needs to be said again until forever yeah yep and that's one that's you know you got to make sure small daily disciplines just because you do it one day doesn't mean that you can't do it the next you got to do it every day right on hey well thank you so much. thank you so much for taking a moment out of your day to connect with me uh before we go can you um can i will be leaving some links to your instagram but um can you tell us um some things that you would like to promote do you have anything going on uh sure you know if anybody wants to purchase my book 35 principles for lasting life change uh it's at forty nine thousand retailers so you can get it just just about anywhere barnes and noble amazon's probably the best option for most people um, you know, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can at Jacob Bakley. Uh, and again, if you want to do any coaching with me, um, you know, just message us and let us know. You know, all I want to do is share the message. And I appreciate you letting me come out here and do that today. Awesome. All right, Jacob. Hey, once again, thank you so much. I'll let you go. I know you have uh, the, the rest of the day to go and chase down these goals. Yes, sir. You have a great day. Talk, uh, talk to you later. You too. Thank you. Right, bye. there we have it. That'll do it. Thank you so much for listening to the Gathering Strength podcast and tuning in. Check out and listen to my interview with Jacob Ackley. I'm going to be leaving links so you can connect to Jacob Ackley on all of his social medias. And then I'm also going to be leaving a link to his, to his book, 35 Principles for Lasting Life Change, The Guide of Practical Solutions to Everyday Problems. If you're able to find that on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble, I'm also going to be leaving you a link to his clothing line to 
chase something clothing and apparel. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, leave a comment, and follow. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.